He means everything to me. Like, my whole baseball journey has been because of him. Like, he introduced me to the sport. He's coached me my whole life. He, uh, he's the reason why I'm, I'm here and the, the, had the chance to be able to play in the All-Star game, be in the Home Run Derby, and he's just uh, the main reason. Welcome to episode 235 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. What a Saturday in Oak Tokes as the 2023 Western Canadian Baseball League All-Star Game and Home Run Derby saw a packed Seaman Stadium in Oak Tokes once again. The weather held out really well with a mostly sunny sky, albeit a few raindrops near the end of the Derby, which was jam-packed with bombs and a little drama to wrap things up. The game itself had some ebbs and flows to it before the West pulled away with a 10-4 victory to win their second straight Midsummer Classic. Ian and I were there throughout the afternoon and evening as I was the pregame show host and on-field reporter for the broadcast on Home Team Live while Ian was out snapping photos and chatting with players throughout. So we have plenty of content for you over the coming days, both on our website and here on the podcast, hence why you're getting two episodes this week. Before we get to our guests, we do want to say thank you to everyone who stopped by and said hi to us during the day, as well as a thank you to the WCBL and the Okotoks Dogs for having us, as well as the players, coaches, and officials who really made the day spectacular. Let's start with the home run derby, and with no wind pushing the ball around, it was a hitter's paradise. The four East Division batters went first, with Swift Current's Ethan Murdoch hitting eight out then the West Division reps went to work with Sylvan Lakes Hank Dodson hitting 13 Eric Ratachak of Brooks blasted 12 and Nash and Nash Crowell from Okotoks went deep 10 times so that set up a final between Murdoch and Dodson and then both put on a show Dodson led off with eight more dingers while Murdoch surged late but came up just short with seven the big storyline though was that Dodson's dad Evan was the one throwing after flying up from North Carolina to watch his son for the big game after the festivities I caught up with the Gulls catcher home run derby champion how's that sound oh it's great it's got a great ring to it talk a little bit about the experience at, at the derby first and foremost um you know it was, it was special it was a good moment to have with my father and it was uh, pretty surreal just to be able to have the opportunity to show off my swing and show off how far I hit a ball sometimes, and it was just it was super cool. Walk us through the process of planning that out. Was that something that you guys did on the fly? Was that something that you had said, if I get the chance, I'm calling you in, Pops? Like, walk us through how that all came to be. So uh, growing up, he always talked about if I was ever in a home run derby, like he's like, like we're gonna, I'm going to throw it to you. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like you're, you're my guy. You're my VP thrower. And then... I found I was making an all-star team. I was like, Dad, I got a chance to be in the home run derby. He's like, could you make it? And he was, he was all for it. He's like, of course, I'll be there right away. You, there, he was sharing a story during the broadcast. There's a photo, I think, of you and, and doing that, pretending to be in the home run derby at like four years old. Take us back to being four years old. What did your pops mean to you, being able to do something like that? Oh, I mean, he means everything to me. Like, my whole baseball journey has been because of him. Like, he introduced me to the sport. He's coached me my whole life. Yeah, he's the reason why I'm, I'm here and that uh, had the chance to be able to play in the All-Star game, be in the Home Run Derby, and he's just uh, the main reason. What went through your mind when you found out that you were going to be in the Derby? Did you think, I'm kind of nervous about this? Or were you like, yeah, let's go, let's do this, and let's win it? On the surface, I tried to be like, like oh, I'm going to win this thing, but deep down, I was I was nervous. I was never done before. I was worried. I was like, what if I don't hit any homers? But uh, no, it was it was a lot of fun, though. And obviously with the, the guys that you had going up against you just in your division, like you got Nash over here. Okay, what what's Nash is here now. I mean Hank Dodson, you know, coming to the home run every you don't you don't expect much and he comes out and he gets thirteen. And it's the biggest number 
of the home run derby, and he, you know, you come, you're coming out, and you don't expect that, and he comes and does it, and it's just for the crowd, it's just amazing, and it's it's awesome. What does that mean to you to be able to get the the accolades of a guy who is typically your worst enemy, like the guy that you don't like on the other side of the dugout? You know, you love to hear it. It's uh, you love to see like game respect game because he put on a great show too. Like he for the home crowd, he he did his best and he put on a great show. And so it's just nice to hear the the respect coming from the other side. How cool was that? Like you got Nash there, you got Eric there, you got uh, you, like the, the entire everybody can mash. And so be able to do what you did when you look back on that. What does that mean to you? Like that was that was a show. You know, looking back, it's it's more impressive than I realized it is because those guys are they got some serious pop and it kind of gives me some reassurance that I got some pop too. Because sometimes you don't you don't realize you have that type of that type of juice. Talk us through the entire experience. Now that it's over, you've been able to kind of not just soak in the moments of the home run derby, but obviously a, a big win for the West as well. Uh, no, it was it was great. It's just something I'll look back on the rest of my life and think about. Just how I hit a double in the game, too, which is unbelievable. And just be able to catch some of those guys that they threw out there with some great arms. And it was just great to see us get the win. Final question for you. What's it meant to you to be a WCBL All-Star and, and come from a far ways away, such as North Carolina? No, it's been great. Uh, Canada's treated me so great, and I've, I've loved every second of being in Sylvan Lake and in Alberta. And it's just... It's been just uh, one of the best summers of my life, and I, I wouldn't trade for the world. Hank, congratulations on the uh, the silver bat that you've been carrying around the whole night and continued success throughout the rest of the season here. I appreciate it. As for Murdoch, he was still happy with his performance, which was a grind for everyone involved as they stepped into the batter's box. Many saying it was the toughest three minutes of batting practice they've ever taken. The Swift Current 57 star visited with our Ian Wilson before all the festivities began. Ethan, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. First off, just talk about your season so far. Obviously, you're you're here at the All-Star Game. Mm-hmm. It's going pretty well. Just maybe give us a rundown of, of what you've thought of your your season. Yeah, I've obviously been happy with it. I'm not first year in the league, so I wasn't really sure uh, what to expect as far as, you know, what what the rest of the league's like, um, you know, pitching-wise and, and that sort of thing as a hitter. But, yeah, I've been pretty happy with it. I'm competing with, you know, a lot of, a lot of older guys. Um, I mean, I'm going into my junior year at school, so... I'm not necessarily young, but I'm only 20. Um, you know, there's a lot of older guys in the league, and that's it's fun to compete with some guys that play at some some good four-year schools and kind of see what it's going to be like going into my next year. Um, so yeah, I've been pretty happy with it. Uh, it was a little bit of a transition from from school baseball, uh, using a metal bat and that sort of thing, coming back and playing here. It's a little bit of a different game, but I've been pretty happy with how I've adjusted. And and yeah, it's been good. I've stayed on the field for the most part, played in a lot of our games, uh, a couple days off, but I've been out there a lot, which is something I want. Was one of my goals. Uh, obviously, you want to have su- some success personally, but been happy with my ability to you know be consistently in the lineup for us too that's something that's pretty important to me when we're around the wcbl so much we mm-hmm. kind of forget about the wood bat component mm-hmm. tell me about that you touched on it what was the adjustment like is yeah it, is it significant it's 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 when you don't do it uh when you when you're exclusively metal bat for a long time it, it, it is pretty big change I, I guess if you go back and forth it's not if you kind of mix it in it's not a, as big of a deal but when you don't hit with a wood bat at all because I never played summer ball last summer so I basically used a metal bat for two years out of high, like, out of high school so it was, it was a pretty big change uh, it's a little bit a little bit different sweet spot but it's, it's just a lot harder to hit with a wood bat um, that's just in general so it was yeah it was definitely a change the first couple weeks of the year just you know it's it's not quite as it's not quite as fun yeah. you know, when you, especially when you're facing good arms like we've seen some good ones here especially you know when we come out and face these Alberta teams there's they have some really good arms and, and they can be they can, you know, can punish the hands a little more with, with the wood bat for sure 
You talked about being a 20-year-old. Uh, I believe your birth, 20th birthday was this week. Yeah, just what, just a few days ago. Yeah, what'd you get up to? Were you able to actually we were, celebrate? Yeah, or? we were in Fort Mac, so we yeah. had a, we had a game in Fort Mac, and then uh, two the next day, and then two in Sylvan. So it's been a long week, but yeah, it was. I mean, there's nowhere else I'd rather spend it really yeah. um, on the field with the guys, and we've you know we've had a little bit of a little bit of struggles lately on the field, and but. It's a great group of guys and the guys I'm really close with. And like I said, there's nowhere else, nothing else I'd rather be doing um, than being on the field. And playing at 4Mac was beautiful, so it was, it was still pretty pretty fun way to celebrate. And I understand you have a special guest on the team with you as part of the family. <laughs> yeah. Talk about that. The, the Bat Boy yeah. is, uh, is your younger brother. Is yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I actually Bat Boyed for Swift Current, because I'm from Swift Current, so I Bat Boyed um, when I was 9 or 10 years old, and it was like yeah. the coolest thing in the world. And like halfway through the season, I was like, well, like, we don't have anyone that does it. I was like, I don't know why I don't have my brother doing it. Like, he's yeah. dead every game anyway. My parents travel all the time on the road. Um, okay. So, yeah, I was like, oh, I asked the coaches. and like, oh, that'd be awesome. So, yeah, he does it at home every, like, every day for the last month. And then my parents came on this last trip to Alberta, and he went and did it in uh, in Sylvan. And they, they loved him. The crowd loved him. They announced him and everything. And, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I mean, it's nice because for me, um, I try not to get too, you know, too emotional um, on the field and things don't like when things go well and things when they don't and it's a nice reminder you know like you fly out to center field on a pitch you think should have been hit well and you come back to the dugout and you're yeah. frustrated and then you kind of look over and it puts things in perspective you know what I mean like he, yeah. he's in there having the time of his life and you know it's there's more to it than yeah. than the numbers and and success right I'm, it's it's about the experience too and that, and that's a really nice reminder to have in there all the time and it's it, yeah it's just really nice that to have him there it's cool for him and I know he just loves it like he just never stops talking about it and can't wait till the next game every night so all right, let, let's give him a shout out what's your younger brother's name uh, my, how old is he yeah Axton uh his name's Axton he's six years old oh, um awesome. yeah he's He's a very mature six-year-old, but yeah, he's having a great time. We, we love having him, and the whole team loves him. Like, for the game, you see him taking fungos and playing catch and playing with catch of the football. Yeah, he, he loves it, and, yeah. and the guys are great to him, and he, he he's made some, a lot of friends this summer for sure. You're uh, you're participating in the Home Run Derby today. Mm -hmm. Congrats on that. Yeah. Tell me about uh, uh, any any studying you did. Did you watch the MLB Derby? Yeah. Uh, are you going to channel your inner Julio or inner inner Vlad? Uh, yeah, I watched. What's the approach? I watched uh, watched the one this week. Um, I, I don't. I've never been in a home run derby before. This is my first one. We did. We do. We had some as kids a couple times. You know, obviously with your friends and stuff like that. And we do it in BP before the games or once in a while. Our last round, we'll, we'll mess around and and have some fun with it. But I've never actually done anything formal, so that'll be. It'll, I'm. I, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm nervous because I'm just gonna. Have, I'm just gonna try to have fun. And I watched the one this week. And I guess the one thing I'm gonna take away from that is. They were showing the graphic on TV, like all the guys who hit the most in the first round don't usually win it. So yeah. I guess, not that I'm not going to get after it in the first round, because you got to make it out of the first round. Yeah. Um, but but I'm not going to you know give it everything I have in the first round necessarily, because I know that hasn't worked out super well in the big leagues. But I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if I've ever hit for three minutes in a row. I get I get the one <laughs> time out, but I don't like usually. We take rounds of five. Yeah. And I think when I'm at school, we take rounds of four in BP. So. I guess we. I trained for it a little bit yesterday. I took about a minute and a half round. Yeah. I was a little bit tired, but I yeah. think I think I'll be all right. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, ease into it. Not try to not try to panic early on, and just try to let the adrenaline kind of take over. I don't know if I'm gonna have to try to. I'm not gonna try to have to get the ball out of here too much with all these yeah. fans and stuff tonight. I think, with the adrenaline will give me lots of. Yeah. lots of added energy so i think i'm just gonna have to just let it happen not try to do too much early on and, and it'll be a lot of fun just enjoy it really yeah. like not get too caught up in trying to get the ball to the yard i think i can i can do it and i and i think i just want to enjoy it most of all you're, you're a position player who's not too far removed from uh tommy john surgery talk mm -hmm. about that a little bit like 
usually we hear about it a lot with pitchers. Sure. What, what happened there, and, and yeah. how was the recovery? Yeah, um, uh, it was last year, my freshman season, uh, at McCook Community College in Nebraska. I was playing right field. I played played right field just about all the time for us last year, as a freshman, sorry. And then that was just a base hit to me in right field. There was a guy in second, and I got a pretty good hop. I wanted to try to throw him out at home, and I kind of slipped with my front foot, and just I threw it really I threw it as hard as I could really from that position trying to throw the guy at home and I just I threw it basically from from the ground like while I was falling in and it, it yeah it, it three or four hopped into the infield and I knew something wasn't right and I stayed in the game I maybe shouldn't have and threw a couple more balls in on a on a sack fly and then a base hit and yeah it just it's really it's really just a freak accident I've never had any trouble with my arm before um, growing up and stuff like that so it was really tough uh, to be sidelined obviously for for you know that time waiting to find out what happens and they get the surgery and then last summer I couldn't play at all because I just just had it and it's just really monotonous stuff as far as rehab you know getting wrist strength forearm strength back that stuff early on is just really really slow and I got the I got a um, tendon hamstring tendon taken out to to uh, replace the ligament in my elbow so I had to rehab my legs as well that's just like stationary bike and walking so it was really really slow um, early on but I, I was really lucky I had you know, my family really supportive, and then a uh, surgeon uh, in McCook actually did it for me right away, really fast, which which allowed me to actually get back on the field for the start of our season this year. Like, I, timing-wise, obviously no one wants to get Tommy John surgery, but timing-wise it couldn't work out a lot better. Uh, I played 44 games as a freshman, and then this year I ended up playing in all 62 of our games yeah. nine months later. Like, I, it just worked out really well, and, and that was a lot due in part to the surgeon I had in McCook. He was just really supportive, and, and he was a really legitimate um, – uh, pediatric surgeon, or sorry, not pediatric, uh, orthopedic surgeon, and he was just really, really good, and he worked with me throughout everything, and I had regular checkups with him, and it was, you know, like, like I said, it wasn't all, you know, smooth, but it, overall, I came out on the other side, uh, you know, really, really strong. I've only had, I had a little hiccup this week, actually, in Fort Mac, or just kind of bugged me for a day or two, and then once during our spring season at school, and other than that, it feels as good as, it's, as it ever has. It's really strong, and, and I'm really, you know, really grateful for like I said, my family and, and my, you know, my coach at school was just really, you know, supportive, and that was awesome. And it was, you know, it taught me to just not take the game for granted, really. Um, that's kind of cliche to say, but yeah. it's true, really. Like, I, for all last summer, I went and watched, you know, Swiffer and play, and it's like, oh, what I would do to be able to be out there. Yeah. So, you know, now when, when, when I'm a little frustrated, I'm like, ah, oh, at least I'm playing. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and that was really tough to not be out there for nine months, but, but in the same breath, I'm really, really happy with where I'm at now, and I'm... It was, you know, it was better. I'm better for it. Um, had to deal with some adversity and, and you know, kind of learn more about my body and and what it takes to kind of get back to where I need to be. Yeah. You mentioned playing in all 62 games mm -hmm. at McCook College, uh, which that's a great achievement in, in mm -hmm. and of itself. Mm -hmm. You also had a great year. You were named a male uh, academic athlete of the year at mm -hmm. the college. Uh, great honor and just like I, I guess it's nice to not just be like in the lineup. But, yeah. But doing damage as well. Yeah, for sure. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I said I said it before about our guys here. You know, I, I love the guys here, but at school, like when, at you know JUCO, we're with those guys every single day, all day. You know, and like we're in the dorms together, we travel crazy bus trips together all the time, and hotels all year. Like those guys are like like brothers, and like we're together all the time. And and those were just that was a big reason why I was able to have a lot of success this year. I mentioned my coach, and he was super supportive. But our guys were like our offense was really really good this year, and that made it. That made it just all the more easy to come back in because I didn't feel like I had a lot of pressure on me to score. Like we, yeah. early on the season, uh, I had a I had a decent start, but I was kind of felt like I was underperforming as far you know personally as far as what I thought I could do. Yeah. Um, and and I didn't feel I wasn't worried about it because I knew that I was getting picked up by other guys, and that that's so helpful. A lot of people don't really realize that is 
as someone who you know hits in the middle of the order, like having guys at the top of the order and the bottom of the order that can contribute is so important, and it makes things so much easier when the other team's got to just be uncomfortable the whole game. You know, not just against you, and that's and that was so nice to have um, with those guys for sure. It made it a lot easier. I'm, Lots of festivities going on today. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll try not to keep you much yeah. longer here. Um, but just the last question for you. You're, yeah. you're playing for your hometown team, uh-huh. your Western Canadian Baseball League All-Star first season. How, just how does it feel to be an All-Star and just yeah. to be recognized for the season you're having? Yeah, it's a, it's a great feeling. I'm really happy uh, to be able to represent my hometown tonight and, and all year. It's, it's really cool because, like I said, as a kid, I watched it all the time, and it was what I wanted to do forever. And I'm really proud, but... You know, day to day, it's a fast season, and you don't always think about it. But when you're here, uh, you know, sitting here looking at you know the stars painted on the field and that sort of thing, and all the guys from the other teams wearing all their all-star gear and stuff, like you really kind of take a step back and like, wow, like you know, I kind of did it. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and that's super cool. And and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't, you know, pumped to be recognized as an all-star because it's it's really cool. And there's a lot of guys here that can really play, and that's it's a good group to be a part of for sure. I'm pretty pumped. As for the game, the East did have a 4-1 lead heading into the bottom of the fifth, and that's when the West's bats came alive with home runs from Caleb Haney of Lethbridge and Jeremiah Sanchez of Brooks. Haney was named the All-Star Game MVP, going 2-for-2 with a dinger and 2-RBI. I caught up with the episode 230 guest post-game. Caleb Haney, All-Star MVP. How does that sound? It, it sounds pretty cool. Obviously, I never thought I could get this, and never, it was never really something in my head, but it's pretty cool to get it. Talk a little bit about your performance. I mean, obviously the home run, one of those things that you were saying after the game, it's your first, maybe your last. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool to get a barrel and put it over the wall, I guess, and score a couple runs. So, yeah, it was fun. It was it was honestly really good to be around all the guys here. Did you know that that thing was gone as soon as you hit it? Uh, I mean, I don't hit enough home runs to, like, pimp it or anything, but I, once I got a bit down the line, yeah, I did. <laughs> How cool is it to represent, especially a team that you grew up watching and, and be able to represent them on a stage like this? Yeah, it's really cool. It's honestly a like, super big accomplishment for myself and my family, and I'm just really happy I got the experience to do this. Did you come in with a certain mindset at all? Did you go, I need to enjoy this? Did you what, walk us through the mindset as you're thinking about, okay, I got to go out there and be an all star? <laughs> Honestly, I was just get to know the guys, like, here, kind of pick their brains, see what they have to say. And it was, I just it, enjoy the moment. Like, I might never get to do this again. And I had really fun. I had a lot of fun. Talk a little bit about uh, the atmosphere in that, in that dugout. I mean, yeah. you guys were talking the whole time. Like, as much as you guys are all combatants at, uh, during the season, you seem to get along real well. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was good. It was, it's a really good group of guys and the 20, whatever, 30 guys that we had. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And the guys are really good guys. When you look back on this one, what are you going to remember most? Uh, probably the All-Star MVP. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Final question for you. What's it meant to you personally to be able to, to do this, accomplish what you did over the course of the, the last day here? It means a lot. Yeah, it's been honestly a lot of fun, and I like I don't think anything could ever match this. It's I had a great time. Calum, congratulations again. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you very much. Another guy in the mix for MVP was Cole Kramer of the Okotoks Dogs. He had a double, two stolen bases, was caught stealing once, and maybe brought the most energy of anyone to the ballpark, soaking in the moment, so we also stopped for a brief chat. Cole Kramer, congratulations on the W first off, but you had a pretty interesting uh, time out on the field. A double, a couple stolen bases, also the caught stealing. We'll get to that in a second, but talk about the experience. You seem to be soaking it in in there. Uh, you know, this is a great time, uh, especially being in front of our home fans as, a, as an Okotoke dog. Um, can't say enough about it. Um, that was our number one priority today coming in was have a great time, really. That was that came over, the outcomes, all that, what, what you win for the day. It was about having a good time, and I think we accomplished that on, and, on the field uh, and in the dugout. 
you were leading the peanut gallery. Uh, the, the umps were hearing it from you. You guys were clearly in it to have a lot of fun. Was that something you guys talked about prior to the game? Walk us through the, the mindset as you were getting ready to uh, represent your teams. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, yes, I'd have to totally agree with you. Um, we talked in the dugout. Coaches talked to us. They said, hey, no matter what you do today, this, this doesn't go to your stats. It goes towards nothing. It goes towards you having a good time out here on the field in front of all these fans. And um, for me, myself, that's what I try to bring every day is, you know, having a good time, firing up my guys and picking them up when they need me. And they pick me up at just the same. And especially with all these uh, guys that I've necessarily played against, never met. Uh, I think they did a great job uh, having a good time and picking all of each other up. I was going to ask about that. You're usually combatants on the field. You're usually kind of hating each other. But yet you seem to be gelling out there. Like you guys all all came with the right mindset. Talk about um, being that part of the experience. Yeah, I mean, you know, not every day you get to play in an all-star game and you get to hang out with dudes you play against every single day. And, you know, learning their stories, where they're from, uh, what schools they go to. I mean, you can learn a lot from just introducing yourself and having a simple conversation out there with uh, with your now teammate. And, um just making the most of it. What's the celebration, especially after you got the double? Walk us through what you're doing. Uh, that's the salt and pepper. That's the uh, that's the team one we do for the uh, Okotoks Dogs. Um, I mean, this is my first year here, so I don't have I don't know the origin of it, but uh, you know, I'm just following along the guys and just whatever can fire up the dugout. How cool is it when you've got six thousand fans in the in the seats? They're cheering and yawn and. And you're really feeding off that energy, aren't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, they're they're the best fans of baseball. They really are. Uh, I played in front of a lot of big crowds, but nothing compares to the Okotoke Dogs. Um, they fire me up. I try to fire them up. I, if, if they're going to bring the energy, I might as well bring it too. Final question for you. What's it meant to you to be an all-star and, and do what you're getting to do tonight? Oh, I'm really grateful for it. Um, just... Just that they had the confidence in me and it uh, shows that they really believe in me. And um, shout out to our whole team. I mean, our whole team could have been all-stars. They're uh, great dudes on and off the field, and they really um, they really mesh well with each other. And they, they help me be a player that I can express myself and have a good time uh, whenever because they're all for it. They, uh, they have a good time all the time. Fantastic stuff. Well, Cole, really appreciate it. Thanks so much, and congratulations on all the success. Thank you so much. And on the other side, you couldn't help but notice the play of Dawson Tweet. The Moose John Miller Express star has been flirting with 500 all season and was on base several times during the game while making big plays in the field at a few different positions. Ian caught up with him pregame as well to get more of his story. Dawson, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Uh, so, well, let's run down your season so far. You're right around the 470 level. Yeah, right in the that. 470 range. <laughs> yeah. I haven't really checked it. Yeah, the actual the record for that is, I think, 476, dating back to 2010. When there were fewer games being played, did, A, did you know that, and B, are you chasing history here? <laughs> uh, the one the one record I checked out was the hit streak, and so when I looked at that, I, I noticed the, the batting average record, but yeah. not really something you, you think about. You know, you just try and go one day at a time, and and see how things work out. Nice. You know. Talk about uh, the hit streak, because I didn't know about that. So are you in the middle of it now? And, and if so, where is it at? <laughs> uh, I think I'm at uh, 38 games in a row with a hit now. Oh, wow. uh, the record was 29. I'm right in that range, so 38, I think. So 
Yeah. yeah, I don't know, I wasn't really thinking about it, and then my dad actually mentioned it to me, and I was like, oh, geez, I did. It's kind of cool, I guess. So you broke that record? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, geez, still I, building on it right now. I feel like I didn't do my research here. I... Uh, no, it's all good, it's all good. It's, uh... No, well, congrats on that. That's Thank awesome. you, yeah. That's impressive. Well, let's just break it down a little bit. What's what's going well for you this, this summer that you're just tearing the cover off the ball? I just feel like I'm seeing the ball really well. You know, I, I worked hard on my approach at school. My college coaches worked with me a lot on approach and pitch selection. And so I've been able to bring it into the summer and just see the ball really well and hit it to all parts of the field. Awesome. Is And this is a pretty easy league to hit in, right? Super oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, these guys are bringing the heat. You know, like the Okotoks boys, they're always throwing the ball hard and they know where to put the ball. And the Sylvan guys, they, they shove as well. Like it's... It's impressive what some of these guys are able to do, and it's it's fun to be a part of and to see that every day. You know, no yeah. place to get better than than yeah. these guys. It's it's awesome. Talk a little bit about your your college journey. Where are you at in that? Where did you play this last season, and uh, where where are you headed to after this season? Uh, so I started out my first two years at Masabi Range in Virginia, Minnesota. Um, this past season, I was at William Jewell College. It's a Division Two NCAA, okay. part of the uh, Great Lakes Valley Conference. Um, I'm gonna go back there for uh, for, a, for uh, another year and then see where it goes after that. But I've uh, I'm progressing in my studies. I'm getting a degree in psychology, so we'll see if I play for a fifth year in college or if I move on and maybe try and go to the next level. Does a psychology degree help you in baseball? Like, does it? Does it? Is there anything relatable that can cross over well? I've noticed a little bit. You know, just kind of like how routines and stuff like that can really affect your psyche and trying to keep routines apart from superstitions yeah. you know with the hit streak you know I kind of got in my head a little bit like oh I got to tape the right wrist or I got to make sure my batting my batting gloves are in the right pocket and yeah. that sort of thing but I've really tried to avoid and just keep routines as they are and if it gets broken then just move on from it yeah. you know? so you're trying to avoid the superstitions yeah. a bit yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. just go day by day interesting to hear the different philosophies on, on superstitions so um, and then talk a little bit about you were on the team, uh, the, the Miller Express team last year, went to the final. It was a great, great playoff run, great series against Okotoks. You're at Seaman Stadium for the All-Star Game. Is this uh, a house of horrors for you or is it just, you, you're just ready to take the next step against this this team if it comes to that again? Like, just tell me about being here again. Just ready to get going. You yeah. know, it was an absolutely electric series last last summer. Yeah. Like, the, the fans here were amazing. Our fans back in Mooshaw were incredible. Like, you can't ask for a better atmosphere than that. And, you know, you win some, you lose some. So, you know, we're ready to take it to them this year again and hope for the best. You've had success. I'm not sure exactly what the series is at, the season series with the dogs, but you've, you've had success going head-to-head -head with them. This year, what um, is that important to you in the regular season to be like, hey, we remember what happened in the playoffs last year. We're we're ready to bring it against you guys. You know, a little bit you want to think about last year, but we have a, a very good squad this year. I think it's we've improved from last year. You know, on our pitching side of things and defensively as well. Yeah. So I think like a big thing for us is just you know one game at a time. We're three and one with them right now so far this yeah. season. So, you know, we just go out and compete. We're, we're fighting in the regular season for that number one spot, so maybe we can host more games during the playoffs because that, that would be big for us. We love our fans in Moose Jaw. So. Okotoks Moose Jaw isn't seen as a traditional rivalry, but I think it's there's something brewing there, right? Yeah, it's starting it's, to develop a little bit. You know, yeah. we, we, you know, jaw back and forth a little there bit with those boys, yeah. but it's, it's all fun. You know, yeah. it's all good. We Did love it. Get, it. get too intense down there, or is it all... all pretty good it's fun. all pretty good it's all in good fun you know yep. nothing too out of pocket it's usually yeah yeah 
Any uh, goals for the for the remainder of the season? How you come out of this game, you'll be in the home stretch, and then uh, how do you approach that? Or well, we're that? just we're thinking wins in Musha. We're thinking championship run. We're thinking one playoff round at a time, and we want that dog pile at the end of the year. Awesome. And then last question for you. Uh, like I said, you're an East Division All-Star. Uh, and actually, sorry, before we get to that, you're playing with your brother this year too, Wyatt, right? Yep, yep. Talk about that a little bit. What, what's that been like? And uh, was he on the team last year or is that a first for you guys? Uh, this will be a first on, on the Moose Jaw team, but we played together in high school and it was a lot of fun, you know. Yeah. We're not we're not even really the same ball player, you know. He catches a lot more than, than I did. He's, he's a bigger kid than I am, so he's more of a power guy, more of an average guy. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. We're living at Grandma and Grandpa's in Moosha together, so where my dad grew up, and yeah. so it's just, it's really awesome. You know, we, we go to the ballpark together every day. We go to the weight room together every day. Yeah. It's, you know, it's really improving our relationship, you know, considering we're apart during the school year, so. Yeah. Are you the older brother? Yep, I'm yep. the older one. There you go. And then, uh, do you guys hit each other up for, for advice? Like, are you coming back from at bats and, like, talking oh, yeah. a lot? Yeah, big yeah. time. Big communication between the two of us, and that's something that's matured as we got older, too, because, you know, we used to bicker at each other a little <laughs> bit, but it's been good this year, you know, especially both swinging from the left side of the dish, you know, tracking pitches and how they're approaching us as hitters, and it's big to build off that, and it's I'm glad that we're growing up enough and, and yeah. appreciate each other enough to do that. It's, it's pretty special. That's awesome. Uh, and then... This time it is the last question. You're an East Division All-Star. Uh, what does it mean to you to be an All-Star this year? And, and just, you know, you don't get necessarily get a lot of these opportunities in your life, in your playing career. What does it mean to you to be here today and just be soaking it all in and, and having fun in this event? Uh, I'm honored. You know, I couldn't be here without our coaches and teammates, and they've they've helped me achieve everything that I've done this summer so far. And I just, I think it's so special, and it's truly a privilege. And I appreciate the fans for for everything they do and it's it's a lot of fun it'll be a good day a good day indeed a big thanks to hank dodson ethan murdoch calem haney cole kramer and dawson tweet for joining us this week and to everyone who welcomed us to oak tokes on saturday we will have another episode later this week with some of the dignitaries and special guests in attendance so stay tuned for that a tip of the cap to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. The Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy have been phenomenal partners and we greatly appreciate everything they do. For more, you can head to albertadugoutstories.com slash supporters. Until next time, thank you for all your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.